The Pep Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, B. Bennett Derrett, Peter Leeds, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie and directed by Max Huttle with music by the Kingsman and Billy Mills Orchestra. Have you ever tasted a cream pie made with pet milk or a rich chocolate pudding? Or one of those good smooth cheese sauces? Well, then you can understand why pet milk, the first evaporated milk, is the first choice of good cooks. No other form of whole milk gives foods the same richness of flavor. And something else that's mighty important is the extra wholesomeness pet milk puts into those favorite family dishes of yours. You see, pet milk is good, sweet country milk that's double rich, concentrated to double richness by evaporation. So you're always sure of extra goodness and extra wholesomeness when you use pet milk for cooking. Extra compliments, too. And do all those extras cost you extra? No, definitely no. You can enjoy better food for less money when you use pet milk because pet milk costs less generally than any other form of whole milk. One thing which can really foul up a busy housewife's day is having an ailing youngster underfoot. A big kid who's just sick enough to stay home, but not sick enough to stay in his room. Like the big kid at 79 Wistful Vista right now. The illness is just a pain in the tummy, but the patient is a pain in the neck. As we join Fibber McGee and Molly. Heavenly day. 
Well, a sick man has got to keep up his strength, Molly. When you're sick, you got to humor those cravings for food. Build up your resistance. Right now, I got a craving for some of them dill pickles you put up, and I... Dill pickles? Yeah. Are you sure this is appendicitis, dearie? Oh. My sister had a craving for dill pickles, and it turned out that she was... No! <laughs> Don't you worry. I know what it is. It's appendicitis. I keep getting a dull pain. My head aches. My ears ring. You see? You hear my ears ring? That was the doorbell, sweetheart. Come in. Oh. Oh, it's the old-timer, McGee. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Hey, Johnny. What you doing lying? Down? <laughs> I'm sick, old-timer. Appendix. Gonna have to have it took out. Well, it's a good thing I stopped by, Johnny. I'll look you over. Stick out your tongue. Huh? Oh, okay, but... <laughs> How does it look, Mr. Oldtimer? Like a yard of wet muslin, daughter. <laughs> How's it look to you, Johnny? I don't know. I can only see half of it. Besides, I don't Uh-oh. think... Hey, that's a mighty bad swelling on your stomach there, son. Looks awful red, too. That's a hot water bottle. <laughs> Why, certainly, my gosh, my stomach is way down here. Way down there? Oh, you're worse off than I thought, Johnny. <laughs> Don't worry, I know what to do. Boil some water, daughter. Boil some water? Yep, and throw some tea leaves in it. I'll take mine with lemon. Johnny can't have any. He's sick. <laughs> but don't you worry, son. I'll pull you out of this. But take the bark and tackle. Now, look, just leave me alone, will you? Just go away and let me share my agony with just my little wife. You're sweet to share it with me, dearie. <laughs> you know, kids, this looks to me like a clear case of Panasaurus metastilis. Hmm? Papa had it all his life. Yeah? Just lay there on the sofa on his back while Mama took in washing so... Yes, to... yes, we know. But I don't think this calls for any amateur treatment, Mr. Oldtimer. What do you mean, amateur, daughter? Why, when I was just a young fellow back in Cairo, Egypt, I was famous as a veterinary surgeon. Yeah, horse doctor, eh? Nope. Camel doctor, Johnny. Oh. I wrote endorsements for him for the magazine. Oh. <laughs> How'd you like living in Egypt, Mr. Oldtimer? Well, sir! When I was in vaudeville, I knew some Arabian. <laughs> Arabian tumblers. One of them was Sir Ahmed Abdullah Fazee. Sir Ahmed? Yeah. Yeah, he was an Arabian knight. <laughs> better one? No, he was a good one. <laughs> pretty good, Johnny. That ain't the way I hear it. The way I hear it, one feller says, tell the feller, say, I hear your screwball brother is building airplanes now. He got one that flies faster than sound? No, says Cutter Feller, but he's getting close. He's got one that sounds faster than flies. <laughs> well, so long, kid. So long. <laughs> Billy Mills in the orchestra, and don't rock the boat.
Thanks, I feel terrible. I sure hope I ain't got anything fatal, you know. Them fatal diseases take so long to recuperate from. <laughs> hey, do I feel a draft? At your age? <laughs> I don't think so, dearie. Incidentally, what's that you're eating? Mustard pickle sandwich. I ain't eating it, incidentally. I'm eating it on purpose. Mustard pickle? Yep. That's a happy little diet for a sick man. If Dr. Gamble... Are you lighting another cigar? Yep, I had to. The other one was all smoked up. But cigars, mustard pickles, what kind of treatment is that for a sick man? Oh, my gosh, what difference does it make? I've got to be operated on anyway. After all, taking my appendix out is no simple thing. That requires a laparotomy. Laparotomy? Yeah, laparotomy. I cut a hole in my lap and take my appendix out of me. <laughs> yeah, laparotomy, which means... Solely from the Elk Club, McGee. Hello, Lee. Yeah, hello, Mrs. Hello, McGee. Hello, Wooly. Have the fellas asked about me down at the Elks? <laughs> they should they? Somebody else carried a pool table cover so they don't even miss you. <laughs> what are you doing, anyway? Taking a nap? He's ill, Ollie. Yeah. He's been ill, Ollie, all day. Been ill, Ollie, all day. Ollie, Well, what seemed to be the matter, McGee? Spring fever, maybe? How could I have spring fever in October? Well, why not? Yorms don't get calendars. Huh? <laughs> My cousin Sven, he got seven years itch when he was 92 years old. Never, never saw such a happy fella. Say, how are the children these days, Ollie? All well, I trust. Well, don't trust them too far, maybe. <laughs> Little Lars, he's suffering today from a hangover. <laughs> you mean hangover? He's only six, isn't he? Sure, but it isn't hangover, it's hangover. Oh? He hang on the ice wagon, snitching the ride, and the cake of ice falls on his head. <laughs> well, I guess that's the way it is in a large family, Only Just one little excitement after another. Sure, that's the way it goes, Mrs. Well, it's lots of fun, too. <laughs> but I wouldn't tell my little family for... Oh, well, that difference is that nobody ever makes me an offer. Matt, <laughs> so long, Mrs. So long, McGee. Don't book any wooden pills. Goodbye, Ollie. <laughs> so long. Yeah, I think Ollie's awfully sweet and so devoted to his family. Yeah. Well, the bigger the family, the more you got to devote to them. <laughs> oh, no, I feel awful. Hey, Molly, you, you think a glass of root beer with a raw egg in it would help me? Help what? Kill you? Yes, I think so. Well, I got to keep up my strength, you know. This is only Tuesday. Can't be operated on in a weekend condition. Come in. Hello, doctor. Quick, call the hospital and set up an operation for me. Emergency. I want the best anesthetist. sedative. Uh, McGee, open your eyes, lover. It's not Dr. Gamble. It's Mr. Wilcox. Oh, Oh, hi, Milcox. Hi, pal. What's the matter with him, Molly? Sick? I've been took ill, Junior. Critical. Oh. He has a little attack of indigestion, Mr. Wilcox. What do you mean, a little attack of indigestion? I got the appendicitis. That's what I got. I can make just as good a dognosis in my case as the next guy. <laughs> hey, Molly. Yes, Pat? We got any bacon soda? Yes, we have, and I must say it's the most sensible suggestion you've made today. Well, look, you get it and mix a little flour with it and make me some hot biscuits. <laughs> That'll keep up my strength till I get to the hospital. 
Hey, you know anything about the Whistler Vista Hospital, Junior? How's the food over there? Oh, they serve the best food there is, Sal. Yeah? They're pet customers of mine, you know. Well, I can understand that all right. There's so many ways to use pets. Well, I ain't concerned with how they use it, Molly, as long as the meals are good. Because when I'm in that hospital... Of by course, George... every hospital knows no food is more important to their baby's steady growth than milk. <laughs> and no other form of milk is better for bottle-fed babies than pets evaporated milk. I'm sick, Junior. <laughs> Let's talk about me. And me going to the hospital. Why? Why is that milk such a wonderful milk for babies? Mm. Because it's easy to digest. Because it contains all the nourishing whole milk substances a baby needs. If you had appendicitis, Junior, you wouldn't let me... Because pet's milk, the first evaporated milk, is fortified with pure crystalline vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin, which helps a baby to develop sound teeth and strong, straight bones. McGee thinks it's appendicitis, but I claim it's... Not only that, but pet milk, (laughs) sterilized as it is in sealed cans, is as safe for babies... Stop thrashing around, McGee, and lie down. As safe from harmful germs as if there were no such thing in the world. No. That's why pet milk, the first evaporated milk... Hey, hey, Milky. ...is the first choice of smart mother's what? Look, Junior, <laughs> I'm getting a headache from all this yammering. Ain't there something we can do about it? No, I don't know. What would you do for a headache, Molly? Take a powder, Mr. Wilcox. Okay, so long. <laughs> I say? You told old cow juice to trickle on home. <laughs> and about time, too. I get less sympathy from people around here. Oh, my stomach. Mm, I'm sick. Why am I the one that always has to get sick? I got a regular monotony on sickness in this house. You don't mean monotony, McGee. You mean monopoly. Look, Tootsie, weak as I am, everybody knows that's wrong. Monopoly is when a guy only gets married once, like I to you, to me. That's monogamy, dearie. Monogamy? Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> and what's our dining room table made out of? Philipp- <laughs> Philippine monogamy, that's what it is. Philippine mahogany, that is. Well, what did I say wrong in the first place? You said you had a monotony on sickness around here. Monotony means dull and humdrum. Humdrum is right. Feel this tummy of mine, humming like a drum. <laughs> oh, why did I... I'll get it. Oh, no, no, I'm sick. You get it. All right. 79 Whistle Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Oh, hello, doctor. Yes, thank you, doctor. What'd he say? He said to get to the hospital right away, and he'd get there as soon as he could. He said to hurry, and he said he doubted if it was really serious, but he said it was silly to take any chances, even with your life. <laughs> ah, good old doctor. Well, call a cab, kiddo. Throw something in a bag for me. My shaving stuff. House slippers, a few sandwiches, a couple of bananas, and my shotgun. Your shotgun? Yeah, they never pay any attention to them bells at the hospital. <laughs> well, I shoot the shotgun into a bedpan, they'll come oh. in. kid. He's steady as a rock. Here I am, took critically ill with appendicitis, and does she get flustered and upset? No, sir. Hey, come to think of it, she's taking this thing awful lightly. I wonder if I... Come in, driver. Oh, she hasn't called the cab yet. Come in. Hi, mister. Oh. Oh, hi, teeny. I won't have much time to talk to you, sis. I'm going to the hospital. 
see somebody sick, mister? Yeah. Who? Me. Oh. Hey, Willie Toops was at the hospital yesterday. He was fascinated. My what? Dr. Gamble. Oh. Well, Doc's an interesting character, sis, but I'd hardly call him fascinating. I would, I betcha. He's been fascinating all the kids in the neighborhood. And it hardly hurts at all, is it? Oh, you mean he was vaccinated? That's what I... Hmm? I said, you mean he was vaccinated? Who? Willie Toops. When? Yesterday. When? At the hospital. What did come? Well, search me. Yeah, you see, you don't know so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there must be an awful lot of sickness around, mister. Yeah. Even my little doggie is sick. Margaret. Oh. Poor little Margaret. He's just a wonderful little dog. You know what he did once? What did he do once? Saved my life when I was swimming. Oh. I was way, way, way in over my head, and, and Margaret saw I was in trouble, and he ran over and bit the lifeguard. <laughs> That's a big help. Well, it was, I betcha. The lifeguard hollered out, Whose blankety, nasty, swear word, bad name, Mutt is this? <laughs> and everybody pointed at me, and, and he dived in. And he pulled me out and spanked me. <laughs> See, if it hadn't have been for Margaret, I'd have drowned. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're going to the hospital, mister, you mustn't talk so much. Goodbye now. Good night, Irene. The King's Man and Good Night, Irene. Another stroll downtown. Irene, good night, good night. Irene, good night. Good night, Irene, good night. Irene. I'll see you in my dreams. Sometimes I live in the country. Sometimes I live in town. Sometimes. from doctor 
Oh, I see. Well, yes, Dr. Gamble, Mr. McGee is here, heaven help us. Been here an hour, and he's got the whole hospital in an uproar. How's that, doctor? Keep him quiet. Keep him quiet, he says, Eddie. Huh? Keeping that jerk quiet is like... Hush, Eddie, hush. Yes, doctor, we'll try. Uh, Could I give him a little sedative to shut him up, doctor? Like maybe half a pound of morphine? (laughs) Or a hit in the head? Oh, can't, huh? Well, then is it all right if I take a sedative, doctor? (laughs) My nerves are... Oh, well, thank you. We'll have him ready, doctor. Well, I hope Gamble gets here pretty soon. If that little pest lets one more yap out of him, I'll get... Where's my dinner? I'm hungry. There he goes. Wait on me, somebody. Where's the nurse? Somebody do something for me. Hey, nurse. Well, (laughs) let's go quiet the patient, Eddie. Oh, give me 15 minutes alone with him, and I'll quiet him. Nothing wrong with him that taping that loud mouth shut, wouldn't it, Eddie? Oh. (laughs) And, uh... How is our little patient getting along now? Comfortable, are we? No, I'm not comfortable, are we? That's rather what kind of a relapse factory are you guys running here, anyway? <laughs> I'm a paying patient, and I don't want to be left alone. You're not alone, dearie. Mother's with you. You don't count, Molly. Well, thank you. Well, I mean, I'm paying for service around here. Why, why don't I get it? The runaround, that's what I get. I'm sick. <laughs> You're sick. You betcha, and I'm going to get service around here if I have to tear this joint apart. By George, if I don't get my dinner... Now, McGee, Dr. Gamble says you're not to eat anything till he gets here. That's how you got here in the first place, eating. I know just what we need, Miss McGee. I'll bet we're ready for our bath right now, aren't we? I don't know about our bath, sis, but I had mine before I left home. Another one when I got here. Well, a nice bath will make you feel a lot better. No. In fact, a bath for you will make us all feel better. <laughs> Wheel the top in, Bert. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute. My gosh, I have two baths already. I can't get dirty just laying here. You come hey. with me, Mrs. McGee. We'll go fill out the record. All right, nurse. Be brave, dearie. This won't hurt. But doggone it, I don't need a bath. Doctor knows best, Mr. McGee. Oh. Ah, that's a good patient. Grab his feet, Benny. Huh? Whip his nightshirt off, Ray. Hey, cut it out. Hey, that water's too hot. That rat is... How do you feel now, dearie? Awful. All washed up. <laughs> I wish I was home. I'm hungry, and they well, won't... Well, now, Dr. Gamble will fix you up, dearie. Don't you worry. He'll be here soon. Well, gee whiz, this is a serious thing, Molly. Having your appendix out is, li- is not like having a tooth pulled, you I know. I hope not. That wisdom tooth I had was the worst thing I He's ever... I didn't hear, doctor. There you are. Hello, Dr. Gamble. So glad to see you. Hello, Molly. Welcome to the Wistful Vista Hospital, egg face. <laughs> it's about time you got here, Pat. <laughs> I'm sick. Notice how drawn I look? Now that you mention it, you do look drawn. Yeah. Like you were drawn with broken chalk by a left-handed student in a kindergarten art class. <laughs> Has he had his bath, Miss Fenimore? Yes, I had a bath! 
I've had six baths, Fatso. I've been washed, bathed, rubbed, scrubbed, rinsed, doused, wrung out, and hung out to dry. Oh, now, you don't get so easy. They like to drown me. That's what they like to do. I don't blame them. If they'd have drowned me, I'd have sued this joint for malfeasance or practice. Stick a thermometer in his mouth, Nurse. Wait a minute. That'll keep him quiet while you give me a rundown on his symptoms, Molly. What's he got? A little case of hypergluttony? <laughs> well, he has been eating rather foolishly, Doctor. Got up this morning with a pain in his tummy, and he's been between moaning and munching all day. He thinks it's his appendix, but personally... Oh, I tell you, I tell you. Well, we'll find out, Molly. Get me his case history, Miss Fenimore, please. Yes, Doctor, I have it on my desk. And call X-ray. I'll want some pictures and a blood count. You don't count blood, tummy, something, or you're measuring. <laughs> Will you shut up, beefball? Before I start any carving on you, I'd like to find out what shape you're in. Although your shape, nobody would believe. Oh, you're sweet, Doc. Trying to cheer me up. Kidding me along, but no use trying to save my feelings. I'll be brave. I'll be ready for it. My hero. My appendix has got to come out. That's it. I'm no crybaby. I know it'll hurt like everything, but I won't cry. Oh, now, there, there, Mimi. Don't you worry. Mother's with you. Sympathize with me, Molly. Tell me how brave I am having my appendix. Of course oh. you're brave. Of course no, you're brave, no, and no, I'm no, proud. No. Don't you worry a bit, my boy. If I take your appendix out, it won't hurt a bit. It won't hurt a bit, he says. That's what you always say. Why, back in 1934... Mr. McGee's history, Doctor. 1929, remove thumb... From bowling ball. <laughs> Nineteen thirty-two, set broken arm, fractured while patting self on back after winning Elks Club pool tournament. Nineteen thirty-four, appendectomy. Nineteen thirty-five. Just what I thought, huh? You haven't got any appendix, Beetle Brain. I took it out in nineteen thirty-four. You mean, you mean it don't grow back? <laughs> I got immunity? Of course it doesn't grow back, McGee. Now get out of here, you little faker. The hospital needs this room. Oh, boy, what a relief. You hear that, Molly? I got immunity. I got no appendix. Call a cat. Hand me my pants. Hand me my shotgun. No, hold everything. Here comes my dinner. <laughs> River and Molly return in a moment. From the time your baby is born until he is a year old, he does more growing than at any other time in his life. And what must your baby have in order to make the best of growth, to build sound teeth and strong, straight bones? He must have the minerals of milk plus enough vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin, to put those minerals to work. That's what every baby gets in pet milk. And just as important, pet milk is safe for baby, as free from germs as if there were no such thing in the world. Easy to digest, too, and uniformly rich. Pet milk, the first evaporated milk, can help your baby grow into the sturdy, happy, well-developed child you want him to be. No wonder when a baby needs to have milk from a bottle, doctors all over America recommend pet milk, the first evaporated milk, the first food for babies. to tell you, I heard the best news at the hospital this afternoon. Yeah? That nice old Irishman, the one who broke his leg, he's up and around again. Who's that? You know the one. His name is, uh... Oh, I can't think of his name. Oh, Shaw. Shaw, that's the one. Huh? Oh, good night. Good night, all. 
evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you?